Welcome into the Camel Call Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Budgervich. Today we sit down with Jeffrey Lyons, a Campbell football graduate who's now a recruiting analyst in the Pac-12. He works under Coach Chip Kelly at UCLA and started his career as a recruiting assistant for NC State and Dave Doran. The Charlotte native grew up watching Mike Minner playing football and shares his thoughts on playing under the former Carolina Panther and what's it like now recruiting these 15 to 18 year olds that are some of the best prospects in the country. And I'm fascinated by your journey because as a player, you go through the recruitment process, you see a lot of the conversation with coaches and, and getting your name out there, but what's it like on the other side of the coin as a recruiting analyst or as a coach trying to reach out to these kids and get a sense of what they're interested in? Um, well, thanks for having me on. Um, I thought it's actually, it's interesting because, you know, you think, you know, everything at that age, I thought I did. And I'm sure a lot of other people are the same way. Um, but getting to this side, it's, you're trying to convince the kid that it's the right thing to do when it's to the guy that knows everything, you know what I mean? So there's, there's a billion people in his ear. There's his family, his guys, other schools. So it's really, it comes down to trying to make the guy know he's making the right decision for what he wants to do. And what I love about that too is, you know, it's also kind of funny when you were getting recruited to Campbell, they were still in the PFL. So a lot of the conversations were so much different, you know, Hey, do you want to be a preferred walk-on? Do you want some academic money? I had to imagine that that first day you're at NC state a couple years ago, it must've blown your mind how much different things are. Oh yeah. Night and day, you know, just walking into the facility. Um, you know, one of the things about Campbell is that there's not a bunch of guys that only do one thing, you know, everyone does everything. Um, when you get up to the next level and at different schools, you know, people, you had someone at NC state for everything. You had someone at UCLA for everything. You know, the guys at Campbell are really, they're grinding it out. So. No, absolutely. And I wanted to talk a lot about your Campbell career because you came at a, at a great time, especially with Mike Minner being there your entire playing career and kind of the growth of the program. I guess as an alum, just from a 30,000-foot view, what's it like kind of seeing this team go from the PFL to the Big South and just your role in that as a hardworking player and somebody that people respected? Man, it's it's awesome to see Campbell. You know, they're coming up, I think even nationwide. Like, I have some guys at work that talk about Campbell. Um, and it's really cool to see. And sure, they knew him from the PFL because we played San Diego. But seeing that, you know, we actually – Campbell – got a guy who we were trying to get to school. There was a recruit that signed and committed to Campbell that we were trying to get out to UCLA. So um, just it's interesting seeing how much Mint's been able to push these guys forward, the coaching staff that's around these guys. Um, I'm a big fan of everyone that's still there, and it's really cool to see these guys moving forward because they're they're really competing now. You know, they're, they're playing some good teams and fighting. Yeah, it's funny. It, you know, this is – a contract signed a couple of years ago, but in, I believe, 22 or 23, they're going to play NC State. So it really will start that ACC run of teams, and it's fascinating to see. Jeff, I also wanted to ask you about, because you were also a smart kid in the classroom a couple time, PFL academic, the National Football Hampshire Society, things of that nature. And where did you take pride in as a student athlete with the student part and and somebody who wanted to do well in the classroom? Um, you know, I went into, I went into college knowing I wasn't going to the NFL. That was something that I knew pretty early on. I was, I was pretty self-aware in that, but 
Campbell, Campbell put me in a really good spot. I chose Campbell because they had a sport management program and, um, Campbell was really good about getting me as involved as, as I wanted to be. You know, I, I helped out in the ticket office for a little bit. I worked with the Bowie's Creek Astros when they were there. And then after I finished playing, I was able to help out in the recruiting office. So being able to do, you know, whatever I wanted to and try everything really actually motivated me to care about school. So especially trying to get into football, you it's so competitive that if you're coming from a small school, you have to stand out on paper. So I'm glad you brought that up because we've actually had a couple of Ricky Ray interns, if you will, from the, the Bowie's Creek Astros. And, you know, minor league baseball has its ups and downs. But I do kind of want you to expand on that experience because it, it was a unique opportunity. And, and what did you kind of learn from, from that summer working with the Astros? No, it was that was a really fun summer. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't as involved as some of the other ones where I was able to help out mostly on game days, but it was, it was really fun. You know, the, the Blues Creek Astros, they were, it was a great group of guys. There was a couple times actually I was a, a bat boy because it stormed really <laughs> bad at night. And so they did the double headers during the day and there were no kids that could do it. And so, you know, I was a bat boy for two games. And so I got to hang out in the dugout and hang out with those guys. And it was a really cool experience just for the summer. So it's better than, you know, trying to do landscaping or something like that. It was it was awesome. So I was gonna say between you and Cam Kelshaw, who has who has done some bat boy work, <laughs> I figured you'd get a laugh out of that. But that's I'm glad you brought that up. Cam Kelshaw was a great bat boy. Um one of the unique parts of your role too is you kinda came full circle with Campbell, like you mentioned. So you, you finished up in the fall, but then in the spring you got a chance to work with the program and get some hands on experience as you were finishing up your degree. So give us a sense a little bit of kind of the responsibility Mint and his staff gave you and, and what you took away from, from those couple months. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I went up to Coach Ben and Coach Mo and was like, hey, you know, I'd, I'd love to help out. This is what I want to do. And uh, Ben had just moved kind of into his full-time role and got assigned his recruiting areas and all that. And he was like, hey, here's your first task go through all the newspapers in my recruiting areas and put together some all conference lists and all County lists. So I was trying to find, you know, newspapers from Gainesville and Orlando and a bunch of different plate, like all through his areas. Um, that was my first little fun project that he gave me. Um, but really it was, he had me doing a lot of film stuff. I helped Katie set up a lot of on campus recruiting events, but they they were able to come up with some tasks and they were they were really hands on because I didn't feel like I was drowning when I got to NC State. So, and, and part of that unique step for a, a former student athlete like yourself is you know you can do it at a part time level you can get some experience but then once you get thrown into the fire it, it's a different experience and I, I'd love to get a sense from you especially working a full year in the ACC with with Dave Doran and all his all his staff of what that was like for you going from, hey, I'm a student, I'm getting my reps into, okay, here we go. Like it's time to, you know, take that next step as a full-time. <laughs> um, it was the first year out was definitely the most, um, the most, I won't say difficult, but it was interesting to transition. Um, Cause you know, like, of course I knew I was done playing ball. So that, that I didn't really struggle with that, but it was more so like watching some guys go through like their, their day to day. Um, you, when you're, just finished playing, you still want to talk to people like you're their teammate. Um, and so that was one thing I had to really like reel back on. Cause I was like, Oh, you know, I work here. I can't hang out with these guys. Like they're my teammates, even though half of them are older than me. 
because I graduated at 21. So a lot of the guys on the team at NC State were all older than me. And so I would talk to them like, you know, we're just hanging out. And uh, so that was one thing. And then the other one is, you know, you're, you're watching all these guys have fun and you're seeing like the atmosphere. Carter Finley's a great place. So getting to see Carter Finley on a packed day and, uh, you know, like I loved I loved Barker Lane and I loved Campbell because it was full there, too. But, you know, like 65,000 people is a little bit different. So getting to see those guys get excited and get after, you know, that was fun to watch. I'm glad you brought that up, too, because I think you're right. It's all about perspective and whether you're in a 100,000 seat or 60,000, like you mentioned, or even, you know, a 6,000 packed crowd. There's always a good atmosphere and energy to it. You know, Jeffrey, your role is, is also unique because now you're in the Pac-12 with, with UCLA. And I'm going to disregard this time of the year right now just with the coronavirus. It's a little different. But as you're going through a regular season and, you know, there's all these on-campus visits and the coaches are out on the road recruiting before the, the fall signing period, what is the day of the life like in your role now and, and as you're trying to get kids to, to go to one of the elite programs in the Pac-12? So – Basically, if, if all was perfect today, um, our spring game would have been on the April 18th and our coaches would have just hit the road recruiting. Um, so what our day would have been like is we would have been compiling lists for all of our coaches. So anyone who could be deemed a recruit from any school that I of a coach that I handle, um, you know, is on a spreadsheet. These guys are all hitting the road and we'd be inputting a bunch of notes for most of our day and watching guys that the coaches talked about. But now, you know, no coaches are going anywhere. So it's really just been us almost doing the same thing, almost just gathering the same list, trying to go through the same guys. Um, The downfall is that this is a big time to, you know, it would be a big time to invite everyone for summer camps. With no summer camps, our list kind of get messed up because we don't know who got bigger, who got faster. We can't really do much outside of watch their junior tape. So – no, especially, right, because you're dealing with the high school juniors going into their senior year and, and even a lot of times the high school sophomores just starting that communication and, and bringing them on for the unofficials and, and things like that. You know, it's great because Campbell fans got to experience this process kind of for the first time two years ago when scholarship football came in. And I know we joked earlier that you were a, a PFL recruit, but you saw a lot of the kids who were on scholarship coming in later in your career. And and I'm just fascinated by maybe what you've learned through this process since you were an athlete and you got recruited by coaches, but just being on the other side of it now trying to help your coaching staff at UCLA and, and try to pitch these kids of why they should go to play in Pasadena. You know, um, our staff, our staff's a little bit different. Um, coach, cause coach Kelly, you know, he's been around the block. Um, a lot of our guys aren't the college guys that you see on TV. Now it's not your younger energy guys. These are all, former NFL coaches. These are guys who are very X's and O's oriented. And, you know, sometimes that doesn't always mesh well with some of the younger kids. And so it's, it's a really fun balance because you get to see the coaches get out of their shell and, you know, be a little bit younger. Um, But that's, that's where we come into play. You know, that's, that's why you have your 23 and 24 year old on staff. And these guys can actually communicate better with, recruits but the one thing that's consistent is everyone still needs the same relationship so whether you're about to commit to Campbell or NC State or UCLA or any of the other ones the relationship you build with the coaches and your university is still the same 
that that's what's awesome about what you're doing and I think just seeing it from from our perspective too because I do want a chance to brag on the Pac-12. I I went to USC as a student. I know you're working <laughs> right across the street at, at UCLA and and just give fans a sense of, you know, they see the Rose Bowl um obviously on on New Year's, but just being a part of that stadium and, and even a part of Westwood, the city right nearby to Pasadena and and just your thoughts on living in that area would be great to hear. Yeah, the Rose Bowl is surreal to see. You know, you always see it on TV. Before getting this job, I had never lived outside of North Carolina, so I had never really pictured going to the Rose Bowl. But the first time you pull up, it is it's surreal. There are the mountains in the background. It's it's awesome. Did uh, and, uh oh go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, you know, just the the overall the overall West Coast vibe is is really cool in itself too. Um, getting to see the Coliseum for the first time because the UCLA USC game was at the Coliseum this year. So getting to see the Coliseum for the first time and seeing Keaton Slovis tear us up wasn't that great, but the experience was really cool. I'm glad you brought it up. I didn't want to apologize for the loss, but UCLA's <laughs> had their fair share of wins over the years as well. Um, Jeffrey, a great question I want to touch with you too is is being under the influence when you were at Campbell of a guy like Mike Minner who had been to the NFL. And one of the neat stories I always tell fans is uh, we played Davidson on, on the road on a Saturday beat Davidson and then Mike Minner on a Sunday was at the Charlotte Panthers game banging the drum and was yep. on national TV so just that alone I'm always curious as a player what's it like to to be under someone who made it to the NFL and could really show you guys not only from a playing standpoint but just the mental and, and all those other elements that go into it that, that was a cool time especially you know being born in Charlotte too that was awesome because you grow up watching that Super Bowl um but it's it's really cool to have someone like Mitt because you know like for a lot of guys that's what you want to do. You want to take the next step. So having someone like Mitt who took the step and then has, he still has like the mindset that he's been there and he's done it. Nothing really overwhelms him. Like having that, a guy like that that's leading you is awesome. And, uh, you know, our running backs coach at UCLA is Deshaun Foster. So he knows Mitt really well too. We, uh, we joke about the Super Bowl and stuff like that a lot. That's what has to make it neat. And I know of course now you're working under Chip Kelly who, was in the NFL a couple of times, of course, so much success at, at Oregon, and now here he is at UCLA building that program back up. And I kind of want to see your thoughts just from, as someone who's younger and working in this recruiting analyst role, of what's it like to try to recruit the, the eight, the, I guess they'd be 15 to 18-year-olds getting ready for, for college and what the challenges are of trying to get in communication with those kids and make them aware of, of what any program's trying to do. Um. You know, the, the big the big push that Coach wants to do is, um, you know, we're a books and ball team. Um, you know, we'll, we always say it to, to some of the guys, and I'm sure you'll get a kick out of it too. You know, if you want your glitz and glam L.A. lifestyle, the school down the road will take you. Um, you know, we're a real books and ball team, so we look for the guys that are very – they know what opportunities are in L.A. And so that's it's a fun, it's a fun demographic to try to find. Because it, it tends to be a lot more of your guys who are really catered towards what they are going to do after school. And I think that's a really cool thing that we do. Um, but overall, like recruiting the 15 to 18 year old crowd is so different because you, I live on Twitter, whether I want to or not. I always have to see what's going on. Um, you know, we talked, I talked to most of the guys about the documentary, the 30 for 30 um, with MJ. And so a lot of that was going on. It's really just staying on top of everything going on because these kids are living on their phones. 
No, so. no doubt, and, and we see that regardless of where you're at. And I'm glad you brought that up because, especially with UCLA, such a, a rigorous academic institution, and and that could be the same of if recruiting to the Stanfords of the world and the Harvards and and you name mm-hmm. it. And and I just want to get a sense from you how much fun is it to to be in this role? And I know it's not necessarily the hands-on coaching that a lot of folks will go into, but just being in this type of role, what have you learned from this experience? Um, it's it's been really cool being in this role. Uh, especially just jumping from culture to culture and, you know, LA culture is way different than, you know, Campbell university and different from Charlotte and Raleigh and everywhere I've been. But, um, overall it's been, it's been really interesting so far. <laughs> no, Jeff, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. And, and just as a, a PAC 12 guy, I'm always excited to, to hear your stories. And I, I want to get a sense from you since you are, newer into this role two to three years you know on the recruiting front mm-hmm. is there something that maybe excites you about college football that you, you didn't notice just being you know in the state of North Carolina and seeing Pac-12 football and learning even about ACC football to a certain extent at NC State um I think that kind of where it's been is I've been able to to remove my bias I had a really bad ACC bias um you know I, I cared a lot more about the east coast and the west coast in football so kind of removing that and kind of taking a step back, trying to be as impartial as possible and going through like film and stuff like that. And it's, that's been really interesting. Um, the big, no, the big difference I've noticed in terms of PAC 12 to ACC is just your geographic differences in terms of overall culture. You know, like when you think about California, you think of their, their way of living, the active, the, the berries and the kale and the avocado and kind of stuff like that. But everything in general seems more refined on the West coast. If that's the word for it, like even, even the players, like even all the players, there's more, more money is pumped into everything being done. So you'll have more, your trainers, your high school players are more polished players. Your coaches have more resources. The schools are nicer where when you go to the East coast, some of these guys, some of these schools look awful. You know, they're worn down, they're beat up, but some of the best athletes are inside there. And so I've noticed that's probably the biggest difference I've seen from East Coast to West Coast, ACC to Pac-12. Yeah, especially when you're recruiting, whether it's in-state kids or you're right, recruiting all over the country, it is so different and, and interesting to, to tell. I always wanted to ask you, as a guy who grew up near Charlotte and, and someone that basically grew up, gosh, 10, 15 minutes from Davidson, what was that matchup like when you guys could play the Wildcats and and, I, and I'm thinking of a couple of, of tight games even here at Barker Lane Stadium earlier in your career that came down to a field goal. And since the PFL was so spread out from, from San Diego to Valpo and, and you name it up to Marist, what was that yearly matchup like of playing the Davidson Wildcats every year? It was it was really cool because I actually lived about five minutes away from Davidson um, right before coming to college. And so I always told my mom, I was like, that's way too close. Like, I'm, I'm not going to Davidson. Rule it out instantly. Um and so, of course, you know, the close games, she was like, well, if you win, are you going to come home? And so we had a couple running jokes like that. And, of course, the games actually ended up being really close, especially that freshman year in 14. Um, the games have been really close, but I, I really like Davidson. Um, now that I've gotten a little bit older, too, um, one of my buddies works over there on the staff. They're a great group of guys over there, and it's it's cool to see those guys getting it done, too. I did want to ask you as well, because a couple of your teammates – 
you know, Ben Bowling, Anthony Robinson, just guys to name a few from Campbell are in the coaching world and what that mm-hmm. dynamic is like for you. And, you know, there may not be hundreds of people, you know, but just starting to grow that little bubble yourself of people your age who are now either coaching or working on that side of things. Yeah. Uh, the, the camp, the Campbell group is growing. It's, it's making its way up Um Ben. It, Ben's actually introduced me to a good amount of guys too. I got to see all of them whenever January hit and the coaching convention happened in Nashville. So it was good to catch up with everybody. I saw coach Summers and coach Adams, but being able to play with those guys, um, Ocho's in there too. Um, it's been really cool. Cause we still, we still touch base. We're as transparent as it comes. Um, you know, like I'll, I'll hit up one of them if they just lost the game um, and then vice versa, you know, I'll hear from Ant every now and then. So it's, it's good. We still stay in touch. And then I talked to a lot of the guys still on the team or that were on the team whenever I played. So we have a group chat that we all talk in. I, I keep in touch with almost everybody from, from Campbell still. That's great to hear, Jeff. And I guess my final question for you, of course, you had the pleasure of kind of being at the, the growth and the development of this program from the PFL to the Big South, but seeing some of the aspects like a new turf field and some of the facility upgrades that have taken place throughout your career and just your thoughts on, on being a part of this group and, and what stood out to you about being a member of the Fighting Camels? Um, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I was actually talking to um, one of the former players, Chris Beatty, the other day, and we were talking about how funny it would have been if we had a reality show just because of all the moments that we've had as a team over the last four years. Um, the, the What happened from night to day, like our freshman year, and all the groups older than me had to go over to the convocation center to go work out. And so just thinking about being up for 645 workouts and running over there at six, um, you know, we just talked about a bunch of little memories that a lot of these guys now aren't going to get to experience because by all things considered, they're spoiled now. So, you know, my senior year, we finally got the, the really nice, um, the really nice stuff put in the weight room, the nice nutrition stuff. Cause before that it was uncrustables. So. Yeah, not only that, but also a, a winning season to end your career. I mean, you really <laughs> Yeah. It was it was a nice it's little been, run. I was thinking about some of the other games, you know, um the Butler game was really fun where Deshaun scored in overtime. Um I was thinking about the the heartbreaker because we never beat Jacksonville when I was on the team. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if Campbell's ever beaten Jacksonville. But our senior year we thought we were finally gonna do it and it was a triple overtime game. And it was I think it was homecoming. No, I remember that. I was right there in the press box. Daniel Smith oh. was running for his life. And, <laughs> you know, the year before against Stetson at homecoming, there's a blocked field goal and, you know, oh, couldn't man. get the win. Yep. I don't want to go down that road because there's a lot of games <laughs> that like one, that. That but one was brutal. There, there, were some, one was brutal. there were some fun games on both sides. The The Methodist game was fun too. Uh, I actually didn't get into playing that game. I, I ended up – I was in the hospital earlier that week because I was having body cramps, which is a whole other story. Um but I was in the hospital for about two days right before we were going to play uh, Methodist my senior year. And then, you know, those guys beat the brakes off of them. So that was a fun one, too. I was I was celebrating with the team on the sideline. But I was going to say, was, that was probably the, that was Michael, fun one. That was the Michael Wamer moment, right? Where he uh, yep, decked the clowny the hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it is fitting. Was. He, was, he was at South Carolina for a few minutes there, too. So it's fun how it all comes together. Absolutely. Yeah, that was that was a that was a fun one. Senior year as a whole was really fun. The I think our senior day was Drake. But that one that one wasn't fun. But overall, it was my senior year was phenomenal. And all the guys that were there were they were a class act. They were they were a good bunch. 
Well, Jeff, we're proud of you and, and certainly glad you could join us on this podcast. Thanks for jumping on. Absolutely. Thank you.